It's March 16th, and spring is in a week, and this month is known for producing some of the worst snowstorms of the year in Ontario. But tornadoes? Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. In the afternoon, on Wednesday, March 16th of 2016, Environment Canada confirmed a tornado with up to 170 km per hour winds that struck southern Gray County. This was now the earliest recorded tornado in Ontario. This day in weather history. Oh, this is historical. It is the earliest ever tornado in Ontario. And you can see the sheer destruction here in Minto, Normanby. And we talked to some of the homeowners to find out what happened. It split and went around both sides of the house, which we're very thankful for. Uh, the shingles are off all the back of the house. Uh, you can see the trees, the posts out of the porch. And then it went to the barns. I was here at the time, unfortunately, or fortunately. And uh, I was in the kitchen. Um doing my dishes so it was sunny and then all of a sudden it started raining really hard and big hail started hitting the front of the windows so I thought I gotta get the dog in so I opened my door to the gale force winds and got the dog in and uh, looked out the window and saw destruction happening it was horrifying we can replace barns uh, and replace equipment but you can't replace people so uh, we're thankful for that it caused damage along its three and a half kilometer path with a 200 meter wide body. This tornado registered EF1 and hit at about 10 minutes to four in Gray County, Ontario. Now, although EF1 is the weakest on the scale that maxes out at EF5, this still did some pretty impressive damage to infrastructure. For instance, there were three bolted down grain bins that were ripped clean off of their cement bases and blown up to 200 meters away and several larger and more mature trees were snapped right off or blown over in the violent wind. And there were eight or 900 year old trees that were snapped and twisted. Meanwhile, further southwest, downburst winds striking with a force of 90 kilometers per hour wrecked two partially constructed new homes in the city of Brampton. This was a big weather event. And in Canada, when this happens, we bring in the feds. Enter Environment Canada. Meet Jeff Colson. He is a warning preparedness meteorologist with Environment Canada. And he said of the storm that, quote, it has been confirmed by local severe weather expert, Dr. Dave Sills, that this was in fact the earliest tornado to occur in Ontario based on our tornado database that goes back the last number of decades. Now, Colson went on to say that the precise start and end points of the March 16th tornado had yet to be determined by surveyors who walked its path, but it appeared most of the track of damage is in the extreme southern parts of Gray County. Remember that this day in weather history can be enjoyed a number of ways. For instance, right now you're listening to it on your favorite podcast provider. There's also the daily podcast video short shot right here in my recording studio. You get that perspective, which is kind of cool, I guess. And oftentimes they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story here, go check out the podcast video short on television or online at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. All right. What happened? Colson blamed the region's, quote, false spring. You see, temperatures were remarkably milder than normal. As a matter of fact, temps that one would normally experience in mid to late April were showing up now in southwestern and south central Ontario. Normally, this area would have a daytime high of three degrees. 
That was not the case here though. Some daytime highs during this month have hit low double digits when normals should be three, he said. And these milder temperatures, likely accompanied with this moisture feed, allowed winds to build vertical motion high into the atmosphere. So when you get that kind of warm and moist that is drawn into a collision with cold and dry, you have the setup for severe weather. But this storm system was vast, and the overall body of it produced the tornado, showers, thunderstorms, but also caused more than 33 centimeters of snowfall around Thunder Bay. Out ahead and wrapping around behind this low would meet the Arctic or modified Arctic cold air that was still in place this far north. Warm water can influence the jet stream and the weather patterns around the world. And that is what we experience when we get into El Nino or La Nina patterns. Those patterns are global and not local anomalies. So we had record-setting warmth through the month of December that was actually record-breaking in many areas. But then that was followed up with an even warmer than normal January then a warmer than normal February. You see where I'm going here? And then that played out as a warmer than average March. This is unsustainable when you were still shin deep in winter weather and winter patterns still to come. Wet versus dry plus low versus high equals what happened this day in weather history. Tomorrow is March 17th, and I'm going full Monty on a story I included in my 2020 Year in Review special at New Year's. So stop me if you've heard this one before. Hawaii, St. Patrick's Day, and a tornado warning walk into a tiki bar in March. <laughs> the punchline is tomorrow on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.